May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. My friends, I speak to you today about two things. This sermon is about two things. First, about epiphany, the season we find ourselves in now at the beginning of the year. Epiphany really means revelation. Things are being revealed. We saw that last week when the Magi came to see the baby Jesus and they prostrated themselves on the ground, which is a posture of full submission. It was revealed to them that indeed this newborn babe was the true king. And they went home, as we know, they went home, changed by a different way, and their journey would never be the same. Something was revealed to them. In today's story of Jesus' baptism, we're told that the heavens were torn open and the Spirit descended upon Jesus like a dove. Whenever you see images of this, there's usually a dove coming down. And the voice, the voice from heaven says, This is my Son, the Beloved, in whom I am well pleased. God says, Make no mistake. This person, Jesus, is my son, my beloved son. Again, revealing to all of the people who were gathered around for baptism, revealing the truth of what John the Baptist had been proclaiming, revealing what we know. So in this season of Epiphany, all of the stories that we'll hear over the next couple of weeks are opportunities to ask ourselves the question, what is being revealed about God in these stories? What is being revealed about God's relationship to us? So I invite you to encounter the text over the next couple of weeks, thinking about epiphany, thinking about revelation, thinking about what is God showing us? So that's part one. So part two, I guess I want to start by saying I was delighted to see that the framers of the lectionary put that passage from day one in Genesis 1 as the Old Testament reading. Again, to make the point very clearly that God made everything, including this life, including life. So everything that we see, everything that is revealed to us, comes from God. Now the important thing about Jesus' baptism, and the reason that it's a, that it's a white feast day, um, is because not only because God revealed in very no uncertain terms who Jesus is, but God revealed that we are part of this moment as well. 
during the pandemic, we weren't able to have baptisms here in the church, but on some warm, lovely days in October, I baptized some children out in the patio, out in the courtyard. And what I told, and we read this reading, this is the reading that we read at each one of those baptisms. And I told the parents and the godparents and the siblings of the babies who were there that that exact thing that happened to Jesus was going to happen to their little brother or sister or their child. That they would receive a new name. That God would say, you, you, Christopher, your name from now on is Beloved. Your name is Beloved. I preached that before from up here, but I think we forget. I think we forget what our true name is in God's eyes because the world has a tendency to call us different names. We have a tendency to call ourselves names. We forget. We forget that we're God's beloved children. So the reason Jesus' baptism is so important is that he didn't come to John because he needed to, be, to have sins washed away, right? This is Jesus. He was sinless. He came to John to be baptized so that we could be included in this promise. Jesus is the Son. And by virtue of our baptism, we are gathered into God's family, reconciled to God and reconciled to one another. And we become sisters and brothers to each other in God's family. Sisters and brothers to Jesus. That's why he invites us to pray to God the Father. He says, pray, our Father. We are included in that family. This is really important news. Really important news, particularly this week. There's been so much division and strife and name-calling and violence in our earthly broken world. But if we remember who we are, if we remember our baptism, if we remember that we inhabit God's kingdom, God's kingdom, we are kin to one another, we are family to one another. If we remember our baptism, we can live in a way that is free and in a way that is loving and in a way that respects the dignity of each other, no matter what our political opinions are. Remember your baptism. So right after this sermon, we are going to renew our baptismal vows. And as I was thinking about that, I realized that when you, if, if you came to this country and you weren't a citizen in this country, in the United States, but you became a citizen, 
at that ceremony, you made certain vows about what you would do when you became a citizen. That's what our baptismal vows are. These are our, these are the vows that we make as citizens of God's kingdom. And we make them all the way response to say, I will with God's help. We cannot do it alone. We will not do it perfectly. One of the vows is, when you sin, will you turn and repent? Not if, but when. It's all very realistic. It's all very doable. Remember your baptism. Remember your name. Beloved. So as we make these vows, our vows to be citizens of God's kingdom because God has embraced us through Jesus, let us give thanks that we live in that country, in that kingdom, in that kingdom, in relationship to one another as equals, as family, as beloved. One of the things that I miss the most about not having you here is we enact this when we're here together around this table. You remember what it looks like. You kneel shoulder to shoulder with somebody you might have had an argument with on the way over here or with somebody who you disagree with about something or somebody that you haven't seen in a long time and you're filled with joy, doesn't matter. We're all kneeling around God's table, equal, with our hands out, begging for bread, begging for that bread that gives us life. For Jesus, who gave his life for us, that's what this is about. That's what today is about. Remember your baptism. So as you make these promises, and, and you're free not to, but if you choose to, as you make these promises again, remember your name. Remember who you are. Remember where you live. In God's kingdom.